Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Twitch Live post game. I'm, it's gonna take me a while to get used to saying Twitch and not Facebook. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. All right, that wasn't the game we had. Uh, that wasn't the game we had in mind when we wanted to see them bounce back, but. They got back to their game plan a little bit. They they defended very well. They they didn't allow much. Uh, Carter Hart was Carter Hart. Earns his first career playoff shutout. Freshly uh, freshly twenty two years old. Kid's gonna be a stud. He's already killing it for them. Uh, that that was cool to see them actually be able to protect a one goal lead in the third period. Playing as conservatively as they did, at least it was encouraging that. They were able to execute their game plan, but you still want to see them be more aggressive. However, I understand thinking, like, we just need to be up in this series, so let's get out of here with the W, and the thing we do best is defend. So they went out and did that, and it worked, but... Man, there's plenty to be, there's plenty to at least still be a little concerned about. The top guys still aren't scoring. Uh, I, I know, you know, Giroux made the play to Voracek uh, to get that first and only goal of the game, and that was nice to see those two step up. I think that line, uh, the second line as well, could, uh, would tell you themselves they just need to do more and contribute more on offense if they're going to make a run in these playoffs. I know they're trying to counterpunch Montreal's speed. I know they're really just trying to focus on keeping uh, keeping Carter Hart clean, but man, they have to score more than what's, what do they have now? Three goals in three games? That's not enough. It's You, you have to average more than one goal a game. Um, man, Scott Lawton, a little bit of a rough night with those turnovers, uh, but I think he'll be fine. thought Robert Haig played pretty well. Uh, obviously, you know, he's, he's a defense-first kind of guy, and being defense-first often means... Your play leads to being on defense, but when he's on defense, he's pretty good. So uh, if they just want that kind of uh, that kind of steady presence there over Ghost, I, I don't blame them because you you see like Ghost. I didn't even think was terrible in the last game, but he made it a, enough of those standout mistakes to counteract any of the other things he might have done well. That coaches don't want those don't want the big mistake. And Ghost, if he's not, you know, really on his game, he's going to give you those. So Haig being in there didn't really have much of a problem with it. Uh, he seemed fine. Roll with that, I guess. Um, Elaine Vigneault, not afraid to mix things up. Farabee out of the lineup. Wouldn't be surprised even if he's back in next game. Good to see Michael Roffle back. I thought he made some uh, some smart defensive plays, especially at the end. But that's really it. Not a lot to say about this one. Woo! We're up 2-1. Uh, we have a 2-1 lead in the playoff series. A lead in the playoff series. That is a that is a good thing. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time on the negative. However, if you watch that 60 minute hockey game, your takeaway is. Yeah, they're not generating generating enough offensively, and Montreal's giving them the opportunities to with power plays. Now, they're doing a tremendous job of killing the penalties. Uh, it's not just that the Flyers suck on the power play, which they do right now, but Montreal is doing a great job of taking away the time and space of the Flyers. Uh, 
you know, just entering the zone, uh, having to make faster decisions with the puck on the power play. So credit Montreal with that, but Philly just has to be better. There's there's no reason to be as inept as they were tonight. And that's really, those are my takeaways, so let's get to you guys. But first, let me talk to you about the Crest Tavern. That's right, the Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It's my favorite bar at the Jersey Shore. One of my favorite bars in the entire world. Because of the owner, Timmy Fitz, that's right, Timmy Fitzpatrick, owns the uh, the Crest Tavern there in Wildwood Crest, and he's just an, an incredible owner. He's always there making sure that that food is hot and those beers are cold. So go in and check out the uh, Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Outdoor dining, takeout, packaged goods, whatever you want, go check out the Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest. Tell them Bill sent you. All right, guys, uh, also want to talk about Labatt Blue Light Seltzers. They're delicious. I'm drinking one right now. This is a blood orange blackberry. Uh, you guys know me, not a seltzer guy. I'm a beer guy. I like beer. These are pretty damn good. That's all I'll tell you. Uh, I want to drink a Canadian beer and consume Canada the way I want flyers, the, the way I want the flyers to consume the Canadiens. So Labatt Blue Light, it's a pretty damn good seltzer. It's the best of the seltzers I've had. I'll tell you that much. Let's get to your comments. Bill, did Jake have a game-winning goal or a game-winning pass? It actually went in. Not necessarily a shot, but it went in. Uh, first line played well, the rest, eh. I thought the first line definitely had their moments, and obviously when you look at, you know, a shutout and Couturier being a, a key factor on that, uh, that's huge for the line that is tasked with uh, playing a little bit of shutdown like the Flyers, uh, Couturier, Drew, and Voracek are. But it, I still need to see more out of them offensively. They showed some signs of life in this one. Uh, it wasn't all on their side of the red line in terms of uh, what they were executing. But I still want to see a little more push from them. As for the rest of the team, yeah, uh, that that goes for everybody. I just I thought they did a better job as a whole of uh, playing the kind of game they want to play. But those turnovers are supposed to lead the goals. You need to get more pucks on net. You need to make things more uncomfortable for Carey Price. Imagine being up 2-1 in a series after scoring three goals in three games. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Listen, that's, it, it's a positive takeaway that we know the Flyers aren't playing the best they've played uh, this season, and they're up 2-1 to one in the playoffs. So take the good with the bad here, I guess. Flyers do too many drop passes at the start on the power play. Yeah, and it just seems the timing of them, like a lot of their drop passes kind of kill momentum because they have, they have everyone moving towards the blue line, maybe Montreal backing up a little bit. And then the drop pass allows every uh, the drop pass in the neutral zone especially gives everyone kind of time to reset and move up and uh, more of a chance to to be aggressive at the blue line rather than hitting it with speed. So I don't know I don't know how they fix this thing. They've practiced a lot of different looks. Um, they've practiced a lot of different looks this year. They talked uh, Brian Boucher talked about how they've moved Giroux from left and right this year. Maybe they do something like that. I know we all love Giroux on the left. That's where we want to see him. But maybe they start moving him around. Uh, uh, maybe put the puck a little bit more on Travis Konechny's stick, Jake Voracek's stick. Just try to give it different looks, but they definitely need to move the puck faster. They do not have the time and space that they want to. Um, they just have to make better decisions and be crisper when they do make passes. There are plenty of passes that are there that they just take one second too long. They don't put any air under a sauce, and it just it gets deflected, and they have to start all over. Uh, I, I They just need to be just a little tighter. Just tighten it up. I really think JVR needs to be put on one of the top two lines. He needs better players on his wing. Yeah, and he, we know he, he, he benefits from a, uh, a better center. It's just one of those top two lines are lines I don't want to break up. I, in, in principle, I think, yes, JVR needs to be 
on needs to be with a better center than they have on the third line. Um, but I just I, yeah. maybe it would be a spark. I'm just not into breaking up those lines because I think it will work eventually. Just because it's not working now, I don't want to mix it all up. I think it's more just those guys have to bear down and do more than oh well, let's start flipping the lines around. I'm not crazy about that idea because I like the I, I like what those I like what those three lines are. Should AV take over power play responsibilities? No. Uh, one of the things I've loved hearing about Elaine Vigneault and what the players like about him, what his coaches like about him, is that uh, he lets everyone do their job. Everybody who's assigned a task, it's it's not mixed messaging. It's not it, everyone gets is put in position to do their job uh, and have the authority that they're supposed to have. And I, I'm it's a couple. It's they're in a bad slump right now. I. But what's Elaine Vigneault? Do you think they're not talking about it? Like, I don't know. Do you think Vigneault's telling Tarion to do something and Tarion's like, nah, I got this? Like, I'm sure they talk about it. You know, I just... The power play was pretty good this year. It hasn't been as good as it could be for a little while. Uh, I think it'll come around, but I, I just don't... I don't know what Elaine Vigneault taking over would do at this point. Like, Tarion's been there all year. I don't, you know... Grant and Lawton were turnover machines tonight. Yeah, Grant had an awesome effort in the defensive end, but guys just guys were not hard on the puck tonight. Uh, maybe it's playing the later game, the ice isn't as good. I don't know, but that that one backhand by Lawton was was terrible. Uh, the one he flubbed that led to a, a chance right in the slot. Uh, he had another one of those, basically almost the same thing. He overskated a puck uh, when he had a, a good rebound chance. Um, he was Lawton wasn't good on the puck. I thought Grant was kind of Grant. I liked what he did defensively for the most part. Um, yeah, they they the whole team just needs to be much crisper. That's. Have you seen Kevin Hayes? Please call one eight hundred Flyers Cup if you want to see him soon. MIA. I mean, he's doing his thing defensively. He was real good in the neutral zone tonight, I thought, much better than in the previous game. I thought he started this series a little slowly. I thought Hayes was better tonight. But I think both. I think the top two lines just need to play better. That's all there is to it. They're much more skilled, much more talented than the top two lines in Montreal. I... I know that they're fast. I know that they have they're maybe a little bit of a matchup issue with just the way the Flyers play and the way the Canadians play, but... God damn, like, you're better than them. Start playing better. Flyers still seem a step behind. Not sure how much of that is time off or Montreal's checking or a bit of both. I don't know, like, the, the Montreal is just, I mean, faster than the Flyers as a team. They're a faster team. That's their strength. Uh, I think the Flyers dictated the pace pretty well tonight, though. It wasn't It wasn't that up and down, beating us to every puck, same sort of... Uh, same sort of script as the last game. I mean, look at the shot totals. It's not like it's not like Montreal had a ton of chances. You know, they 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 stymied their attack pretty well tonight. They did what they wanted to do. Uh, thoughts on maybe getting Frost in the mix to get another offensive-minded person in the mix. Maybe to play with JVR. Uh, I mean. If you get to injuries, sure, but this group, I'm not bringing in a guy who hasn't shown a ton. Like, what is what has what has Morgan Frost done in the NHL to this point to make you think, oh yes, he'd be a difference maker? They're a defensive-oriented team. I know they need to score more. I just I've been saying that for the last 13 and a half minutes now. But yeah, I would like more goals, but I'd rather. Th- know that the structure is right and they can win two to one they're in that position to do that 
Um, it would be cool to get more firepower, and if, if this was a video game, yeah, I'd be for it. Um, I just, like, Morgan Frost has shown close to nothing at the NHL level to make me think, yes, put him in for somebody on a team that's up 2-1 in a, in a playoff series. Like, I just, that seems foolish to me. Does Domi Spear get a second look from player safety? I'd think so, even if it's just a fine or, or something, uh, but that was... I didn't really, I kind of, it caught me off guard when I saw the replay. I was like, oh, he really got him. Shit. Uh, that was that was rough. Grant playing 139 on the power play does not feel like the kind of change to get that unit going. Flubbed some passes tonight. Yeah, they, I mean, you know, I, that's not ideal. Having Albay Q Bell out there on the power play to begin with and then putting Grant in as well, these things are not ideal, but there are only so many guys. Uh, as good as Haig was, does uh, as good as Haig was, does Ghost come in for him or Braun to help out the power play? I, I think uh, no. I mean, Ghost only played twelve games or something. Like Ghost wasn't very good this year. I, I would like to see him on the power play. I would like to figure out a way to get him in the lineup for that purpose. But I, I think they are more content, and maybe he does. Maybe Elaine Vigneault sees this as a bigger problem than I do right. Mm, than I do right now, and I think it's a problem. But I think it's a problem that the guys have to, the guys on the ice themselves have to sort out. Like they haven't had Ghost on the power play all season. I uh, yes, is he good at it historically? He has been, but it's I, I just don't see it as the solution right now. When this team is looking to win two to one games, that's that seems to be the way they're playing. It's the way they've played this whole series. All right, let's see here. Uh, 3C is not a problem if NAK is flying and JVR is finishing. Grant is not ideal, but those wingers can be. No, it's they, they don't have the perfect mix for the bottom six right now. They have the makings of several great fourth lines, but not really that perfect um, uh, that perfect center to make that sort of line work. If you had JVR and NAK with a more a little bit more of a skilled center than uh than Grant, I think you'd really have something there. But I think Grant knows his role and sticks to the coach's structure and you know what to expect out of him. Uh when you get him out there and on the power play, his weaknesses are going to be exposed, but as the 3C right now, do I think he's the long-term solution? I don't, but as the 3C right now, that's not stopping them from winning a cup, I don't think. Sandheim on power play one would be an improvement. Yeah, I think um, it seems like the other guy... I've thought that a lot, but Sandheim needs to show more on power play two before he gets an opportunity on power play one. Uh, He needs to show more offense consistently before he gets that sort of look. Do I think he's got the tools more for it overall? I do, Uh, but he hasn't... He hasn't really shown them consistently enough yet for me to demand that change. It looks like, I I don't love Provorov up at the top, but he did have a bunch of goals up there this year. And him and Giroux seem to have some chemistry. He and uh, Voracek just seem to have good timing. Maybe it's more about that than it is. But no, the, the power play needs to step up without a doubt. Six blocks for Niskanen, can't fault the effort. How confident can we be he returns to form? Oof, yeah, Niskanen's been rough, man. Uh, This is the Niskanen, I think Charlie wrote after game one, maybe, when he looked a little rough. Uh, Or maybe it was during the round, I don't remember. It was a recent game by Matt Niskanen that Charlie said, this is, people who didn't like the trade, this is the Niskanen they thought we were getting. Someone who might be a little bit done. Uh, I'm not ready to go there yet. I will say, though, Man, uh, maybe Provorov needs some more shifts with the uh, 
with Sanheim and uh, and Myers. Raffle played well in his first game back. Yeah, I'm always concerned when guys come back in the playoffs because, you know, if a dude loses a hand, he'd come back. Nah, I'm good. It's been like a game. I'm fine. Uh, you know, you don't really ever know what you're going to get out of them. Are they just coming back because that's what you do in hockey? Or is he coming, and especially with zero medical updates at all, you don't know until you see the freaking lineup uh, if a guy's ready to go or not. So... I was little just, okay, we'll see what we get out of Raffle, but I, I thought he made some plays tonight. I thought he looked like his nor- typical self. Uh, as he gets a little little back into the swing of things, I expect better out of Raffle. Can NBC trade Milbury to the West Bubble? Talk about just, like, the ultimate buzzkill. Like, listening to Milbury say anything, whenever he says anything I agree with, I automatically just assume I'm wrong. I'm like, no, I'd rather, you know what, I agree with that, and I'm not going to make that point because Milbury said it. <laughs> Like, I just, my God, I don't want to, I don't like to complain about the announcers that much, because what, what can you do? They're the announcers. Everyone hates them. Everyone has their favorites, whatever. But, oh my God, I could just, I could do without Mike Milbury. I'm still not confident about the series after this game. Do you feel different and why? Uh, I mean, I feel, I felt the Flyers were going to win in five. Maybe they do so in six. I just think, like, they kind of showed... You know, in game one and tonight, that even when they don't play their best game, uh, offensively at least, uh, they can still win because they are so tight defensively because they have such a good coach who has really gotten everyone to buy in. I mean, yeah, what did they have, 20 shots or whatever tonight, but it's not like Montreal had very many more either. Uh, they really, really slowed them down through the neutral zone in this one, and if they're able to continue that, maybe they do win every game 2-1, but this thing, uh, I expect the Flyers to win. It's more of a fight than I thought it was going to be, but I still very much expect the Flyers to win uh, two games before Montreal wins three. Did somebody just ask if Elliott would get a start? No. Why would he? The goalie just had a shutout. What? <laughs> what? What? Carter Hart with the road shutout. He's been waiting. He's been a wall in there in their two wins. Yeah, and I, I don't even think he was that bad. Um, whatever the hell the last game was Friday. I just think they all played like shit, and he wasn't great. That's yeah. If if he plays great, maybe it's a closer game, and he wasn't great. But the whole team was bad, top to bottom. Every single player on the ice was bad. Flyers looked a lot more solid. Absorbing hits tonight felt like games one and two. They were ragdolls out there. I don't know about that. I think they made more of an effort to be physical tonight. You saw that early on. They came out and hit, and the hit count uh, bears that out. I don't know if they were ragdolls the first couple games. I think game two just got away from them, and they looked like shit. But I I thought they were fine in game one. Konechny is due for a good game. Hope it's soon. Konechny's due to hit the fucking net any day now. My God, just rip a shot. And I don't care if if he hits Carey Price in the chest five times next game, it'll be an improvement. Hit the fucking net. Does Lindblom play in this series? I'd be really shocked by that. I, I, I wonder how possible it really is for Lindblom to play at all in these playoffs. But in this series, no. I, I would be shocked. Really need to get everything on net and get up front. The passes are not there and haven't been. Yeah, especially on the power play. They're they're doing a good job of taking away what the Flyers like to do. The cross ice pass. Uh, they're they're getting up and they're getting up in Giroux's space. And that's that's how you beat this power play. We've seen it for years. If you do those things, uh, it, it'll be real tough for the Flyers to score. So 
Uh, I do think they need to make more of an effort to just try to get some garbage goals. Just throw shit at the net and start a brawl, you know? Like, I think that's really, they could get the offense jump-started in that way because there have been some rebounds. Uh, They haven't had enough traffic to take advantage, but there were more rebounds tonight than I expected. You can tell Milbury is miserable just by his voice. Yeah, he's, like, at one point early in the game, they threw to him for, like, an anecdote, and he was just like, Yep, uh-huh, I knew him, that's right. Back to you. Like, it was it was terrible. This series is all about goaltending and defense, and the Flyers are good at those two things. They, they are a very good defensive team that is getting very good goaltending, so... I, I'm not, I, I, this series is closer than I want it to be, but I'm not all that, like, I'm not panicking. If they had not shown up tonight, okay, yeah, because they just, they just let that, they let game two just get away from them. Uh, if, if it looked like that, I, I'd, I'd be panicked, obviously, but this is a team that hasn't lost two in a row since they got back from the Disney on Ice trip. Uh, they're, they're a mentally tough team. I was pretty confident they were going to bounce back. Who are you talking? Oh, Siri. Shut up, Siri. Leave me alone. Uh, how about Hart shutting out Price? Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. Uh, it's cool. Price, you know, gets the last shutout, and now it's uh, it was just uh, Price's birthday, so Carter answers back. Like it's a it's a little goalie duel going on right now, and the Flyers have someone who's uh, who's up to the task for the first time in a long time. Yeah, you're gonna have to play Hart back to back nights. With any luck, Cock and the Emmy could have had three or four goals. I mean, that's like every player every night. Lots of things could be. Uh, who's one player you expect to see a big game uh, slash more from next game? <sighs> Travis Konechny, man. Uh, I, I really think it's it, someone said he was due earlier, and he's got to be. He's one of the guys they count on for offense. He's been a big spark for them a lot this year. Uh, he scored... I, uh, just some clutch goals, and he's he's been a guy who's helped get things going when there hasn't been that sort of momentum a lot this year. So I think I think he's a guy. Look for him to score early next game. Please send G to the side of the net for tippins. He's one of the best puck handlers. Has a great chance against Price. He is, and at five on five, sure. It's just since he is such a good puck handler, that hand-eye coordination is awesome. The puck's on his stick a lot. You kind of want him being the one making the decisions with the puck. But with a Jake Voracek on your line and Sean Couturier being as smart as he is, there is room to utilize Giroux differently. But on the power play, it's just tough to take the puck off his stick, which is what you have to do for a guy to be a presence in front. Mm. Missed my mouth a little. Way to go, Bill. You're only on camera. It's cool. TK gets the Hattie next game, calling it now. That's what I like to hear, Sammy. Need to stop giving up odd man rushes. They need, uh, they believe in their goaltending. That's that's something, uh, like, I remember the beginning of the Hackstall era thinking, oh, wow, they're pretty aggressive. Uh, they're more aggressive than I expected them to be. And then, like, a few weeks into the season, it became pretty clear they were never going to get a stop in an odd man rush, so they just went so conservative uh, that it just became it just became hard to watch at, at points. Uh, and I think they have so much confidence one in the goaltender getting a stop, and two in the responsibility of the forwards to drop back 
when defensemen uh, join in the offensive zone because they've done a pretty good job of covering for each other this year. I just think everyone has so much confidence in each other that they're able to do it. And do they give up some odd man rushes? They do, but it hasn't really killed them yet. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. I think Flyers do poorly against the fastest teams. Hard to wear fast teams down with our forecheck. Montreal is a very fast lineup. If we get through this series, only Tampa Bay and the Avs bring the same kind of uh, speed challenge. Yeah, no, it's... Listen, we've seen them beat really good teams this year. Uh, the Islanders, to me, are one that's a matchup problem for the Flyers just because they've had their number so much, and they're another team that is so well-structured. Like The Flyers thrive on those second and third opportunities in the offensive zone by forcing turnovers, and the Islanders kind of play that mistake-free hockey. So I think that's a bad matchup. I think the Flyers are a better team, again, but I think they're a, better, a much better team than the Habs, and this series looks like it's going to be a fight. Uh, it's hard. I don't want to look down the line too much, though, because they still have to win two games against this team who is showing up and playing their asses off against the Flyers. Myers on the power play? Dude has a cannon. He does. Uh, he just hasn't shown an ability to get it through consistently. Way too many of his shots get blocked. Way too many of his shots get tipped. Um, I, I think... They fear his decision-making up there because every decision you make is the difference between a uh, shorthanded odd man rush against you and what Provorov might lack in a, you know, a Shea Weber-esque slap shot um, or teaming in, like, precision on his passing. Um, I think he makes up for with never giving up a fucking 2-on-0 in that position. I, I, that's, I, I think it more comes down to that. Whereas Myers... I love I love Myers' raw ability. I love his skill. I love his potential. He's been very good so far, um, but I don't know if he has the experience, maturity in, it, maturity in his game, whatever you want to call it, to be in that sort of position. Maybe move TK off the top power play and put Grant slash JVR in front of Price. Yeah, I've wanted I've I've wanted for a while JVR in the slot on power play one and Couturier. Well, I wanted my goal was Couturier or, or Nolan Patrick um, in front slash moving behind the net to take over some of the puck handling responsibilities as well and have a more of a behind the net look. Uh, but obviously Nolan Patrick is uh, unavailable, so I think a Couturier net front JVR in the slot might might be something they could try. Uh, you have the lefty option there with JVR, but they definitely got to do something. 
Not enough pucks on net. As simple as that. Oh, absolutely not. No, they're not doing enough to make Carey Price's life the least bit more difficult. Voracek Voracek looked really good tonight. A hot Jake could be the spark to get two more wins. Uh, I thought he, I thought that line really started to click again. They started to look like themselves again tonight. Still want way more out of those three, but I I really was happy with, okay, they're, they're coming back around. They're not going to be cold forever. No, I'm not concerned with playing Hart back-to-back games four and five. The kid's 22 years old. They just had four and a half months off. I, I'm not. I'm not the least bit worried about back-to-backs. They happen sometimes. Your best players play in the playoffs. Everyone else is going to have to pe- play back-to-backs too. Yeah, what if game? I, I mean, okay, it'll be one. Th- let's say, let's say game four goes a couple of overtimes. Then you start thinking, okay, tomorrow with a back-to-back, yes, we have to, <laughs> we have to think about Elliot, but. In, in, except for a situation where they play five or more periods of hockey, I, I don't see it. Bill, are one-goal playoff hockey games the most stressful type of game in all of sports? I mean, it was... I'm always, like... I'm, I'm watching the game tonight, and my energy level is just low. I'm like, this is a boring fucking game. Uh, and I'm thinking about, like, all right, gonna need to pick it up for post-game. Just gonna have to bring my own energy to this one. Here we go. But then, of course, they're protecting a... You know, they're protecting a one-goal lead in the third period... Uh, with two minutes left and the other net empty, like, uh, the energy came back real fast, you know? Uh, but it, it's it, it's a crazy goddamn game. You think Farabee plays game four? Um, I, tough to break up a lineup after a win. I always think it's tough to break up a lineup after a win. Uh, who do you want him in for? Maybe you put him in... Maybe you put him in for JVR. I don't know who else I would really want to take out. And I don't even think JVR has been bad, in or was bad in this one. Um, didn't like him at all in Game 1, and that's the first time I've criticized him maybe all season. Uh, game 2, everyone sucked. Maybe Faraby uh, comes in in Game 4 I, I'm, for JVR. Maybe that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I'm okay with Pitlick's icing with one minute left. Milbury thought it was an awful play, took a bad bounce, would have gone in. Uh, I'd never have a problem with shooting for the empty net. It ends the game. I know you have the icing. I know it stops the clock, but I I don't know. It seems like dumping it to the red line like Milbury seems to want um, is just a turnover, you know? A face-off in your defensive zone isn't the other team having the puck entering with speed. It's a puck battle that you can win and then clear. So uh, I, I rarely have a problem, especially with the Flyers. I didn't think they were as good in the faceoff circle tonight. I haven't looked at the numbers, but it just seemed like they lost a bunch of big ones. That said, they, they probably won 70%, and I, I sound like a jackass. But uh, <laughs> I, I, but overall, the Flyers win a ton of faceoffs. Uh, they're, they're a very good faceoff team. I don't have a problem with shooting for the empty net most of the, in most circumstances, especially with this team. Too many flyers in the power play with unforced turnovers on bad passes. Hayes, TK, Jake. Yeah, there was just a lot of, like, all right, I understand you get that one extra pass in and it sets up a goal. I, I know that they always want to make that extra pass, but it, you had to, especially just tonight, man, you had to realize it just was not going to be there. There was just... Just bank it off the boards to yourself and crash the goddamn net. Play give and go off the end boards. Uh, try try literally anything because what you're doing, just hoping to go cross ice and hoping to, you know, 
and get this perfect centering pass guy wide open. That is not going to happen. The four-minute power play that resulted in nothing made me not very happy. Yeah, that's it's the same as that five-on-three. Um, that five-on-three they had last game. You just have to score on those, man. You just have to. It just you need those fucking goals. Those are just crazy opportunities that you don't four minutes with more guys on them than the other ice. <laughs> on them than the other ice. Yeah. Four minutes with more guys on the ice than the other team. Like, you need to score in those four minutes. Way too many high probability chances for Habs and way too few pucks on net for the Fly Guys. I really didn't think the the Montreal had an inordinate number of scoring chances. They had a few, but, I, yeah, you know, yeah. They did all right. I, I, I didn't think Montreal was particularly particularly impressive at all tonight. I thought they hung around because the Flyers didn't seem all that interested in generating a ton of offense, but it, it, I, I didn't think Montreal was, like, good. Carey Price was pretty good, but they didn't test him enough. Uh, I feel like Faraby deserves a spot creativity-wise and skills-wise, but this team is so deep. Uh, who would take ours? Who would we? T- who would take? Who would you take out? I think is meant there. Uh, now, JVR is the only is the only guy I really want to take out of the lineup, uh, just because of role and who plays where and what they're asked to do. But you know, I'm not crazy about switching things up. But uh, yeah, I I I like Farabee's game more. I just don't know how me- like how much you can depend on a, on a kid like that. You know, they're they're depending on so many young guys. Um, and now the coach is confident in him. The coach is confident in him. He's not like a regular rookie. You know, he's he's a pretty responsible guy who understands what is being asked of him when he's out there. That's why the coach had no problem, you know, putting him on the first line at different points this season, including in these playoffs. So. Uh, it's, I just, I'm weary of taking, taking out more vets for young guys, but I did Farabee probably is a, the better option than JVR at this point. Should Thompson be benched for another forward? Well, here's the thing. It's not another forward. It's another center. And they don't have, they don't have a good enough NHL quality center to step in for him. I, I'm fine with Nate Thompson. Coach seems to be too. He keeps putting him out there at top lines, keeps putting him out there at the start of periods. So... I would hate to win this series with 2-1, 1-0 games, only to play the Islanders and playing in 1-0, 2-1 games. No, that's a uh, whoo. That's a lot of stress. That would be that would be a lot to handle. I think every game comes down to a goalie pull. Like, oh my god, way too much. Could we see Frost this series, even if it's at wing? I really doubt it. Like, Frost is not really a part of this thing. He's uh, he's a young guy. They haven't played him at the wing at all. Uh, they are not all that interested in him as a winger, it doesn't seem. Um, I, I just, I don't know what Frost has really shown anyone to make them think he should be on the NHL squad in the middle of a playoff series for a team that's up 2-1. to one. I just, I like Morgan Frost, I think he's going to be a hell of a player. That first goal he scored was impressive as all hell. But, like, I, I don't know, have you, like, what have you seen out of him that makes you think he would improve this team? Hart is nine playoff shutouts away from the NHL record. Is that what it is, 10? I thought, uh, could have sworn Brodeur had 12.
Saying Montreal had too many scoring chances is factually incorrect. By natural stat trick metrics, they had only four good chances all game. Non-issue. Just need to score at the other end. No, I thought they did a good job of limiting Montreal. I re- like Montreal could not get anything going either, it seemed. They had a couple of waves. Uh, there were one or two shifts that started like at the end of the first period, around four minutes left. They had a couple of shifts in a row that started to look like game two. And I was like, oh, this is not good. Uh, but they got through it unscathed and went back to kind of dictating the pace of the game a bit more, which is what they have to do. If Montreal controls the game, it will look like what it looked like on uh, on Friday. The Flyers have to play their way. That's who they are. Oh, okay, yeah, the 10 shutout thing is, uh, is just for... The Habs, that's who. I'd like to see some spring passes connecting for breakaways. That would be nice and all, and this team does tend to get some breakaways, especially on the penalty kill more than anything, but I to get those, like a lot of time, one, Montreal's doing a good job of clogging things up, so we can't have that rush game that we had a lot this season. And two, the Flyers are all in defensively. Everyone is back. Everyone's doing their thing. No one's cheating up. So it's just a lot harder uh, if everyone is is doing their job defensively to spring somebody. Uh, there are opportunities on um, turnovers and things, turnovers high at the blue line where a guy can just take off. Uh, and they, they've missed a few. They the, the passing has not been. Everyone in the chat, I think, complained about the passing tonight, and it has not been it has not been accurate. It has not been crisp. But the Philadelphia Flyers, at the end of the day, are up 2-1 to one in the Stanley Cup playoffs first-round series against the Montreal Canadiens. And that is where I will leave you for the evening. That is all the time we have for you on Broad Street Hockey's post-game tonight. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. And boom, content delivered to any and all of your devices. It's super easy. Uh, Of course, we would like to thank our friends at the Crest Tavern. Timmy Fitz's Crest Tavern right there in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. I love the Crest Tavern. They have an incredible beer selection. The pork sandwich is off the hook. I dig that place a lot. Yeah, I just said off the hook. I don't know if I've ever said that before, but I just did on this one. That's how much I like the Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. And if you go there, I bet you will too. Of course... You need to be drinking Labatt Blue Light Seltzers. I'm going to be honest with you. Last game, I went to regular Labatt Blue. Uh, They lost. Went back to the Seltzers for this game. Seltzers are now 2-0. We need to get going with these Labatt Blue Light Seltzers. I think they're pretty good. They, uh, they're not too sweet. A lot of these things are always super sweet. You've had the competitors. You've, you know all the popular Seltzers. You see one at a party, you're like, let me give, give it a try. And you're like, well, I don't want to drink candy, so that's too much. This is not that. This has a, a good, mild flavor. Uh, it's pretty damn good. 5% alcohol, so it's more than a light beer. Only one gram of carbs, only 100 calories. It's worth it. I say make the switch. Labatt Blue Light Seltzers. Check them out. Let me know if you feel the same. All right, that's really it. Thank you all. Have a great game. Uh, have a great game. Have a great week, everybody. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. 
They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.